Hi, I'm Lina. Hi, I'm Irene. And we are International Voices, connected by our differences. So if you love discovering new cultures, traveling and thinking outside the box, this podcast is for you. Here, we apply the same rules as in our daily life. First, if we don't have fun, we don't do it. And second, we adapt to make it work. Welcome to the International Voices Podcast, broadcast by Radio Lu. Today's episode is an exciting one. I'm looking forward to recording it, because we are going to talk about our goals and dreams. And we have the ideal guest to chat about this topic, our Italian friend Valeria Vitale. She is 21 and she is also doing a volunteer project here in Sweden. Hi, Valeria. Hello. Welcome to the International Voices Podcast. Um, maybe for start, could you introduce yourself a bit? Okay, of course. Uh, hello, everybody. So my name is Valeria, as Irene said. I'm coming from Italy, but uh, I like to my define myself a bit of a, a free spirit, traveler of the world. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, until the age of 16, I was a normal, uh, very much studying person. <laughs> Then um, something changed. And that happened when I traveled to Ireland. At the age of 16, I left my hometown, Italy, and I, tra I went to Ireland for one year. I was an exchange student, so I lived in a family, and uh, in an Irish family, and uh, went to school there also. I learned English and uh, opened my eyes, and uh, since then I completely changed. And what, what it was that uh, made you took the decision to do that first trip to Ireland? Actually, I don't really know exactly because, as I said, until then I was a normal student, a uh, bit too much studying, uh, looking now backwards. And uh, like I was the type of person that my parents were telling to me, please go out with your friends. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, the decision, the decision to go abroad to this to do this uh, exchange year didn't actually come to me, uh, but uh, to one of uh, the friends from my family. Mm -hmm. And then when he sent it to me, when he said it to me, uh, I was like, I didn't say no. I said yes straight away. And I don't know. Perhaps in my mind already, I knew already that that was the best experience in my life or at least one of the first best <laughs> uh, so then uh, I didn't I didn't refuse it I just started as I usually do I start 100% or 1000% in that direction and uh, did everything to be able to to go so I took the plane on my own to go to to Ireland and I stayed there for one year um, mm -hmm. and then when I came back everything was changed I was changed the place I left when I was going to Ireland uh, didn't fit me anymore. Mm -hmm. I felt like uh, I had to, I was not the same person as mm -hmm. before. Um, so, so you, you yeah. changed? I changed much, yes. Yeah, one year it's a long time, especially in another country. I mean, it makes sense. And what did you do after? So after Ireland, uh, my parents actually came to visit me in Ireland. So we came back to Italy again together. I, of course, finished high school and uh, I graduated. So I now had uh, my diploma from high school. And uh, since I did a very theoretical high school in Italy, it's 
everybody most of the time thinks that you're going straight away to university mm-hmm. but uh, I decided that that was not the case for me uh, also because um, I didn't know exactly what to study I, I knew I had many no's but not enough or not super 100% yes to anything so I just uh, decided not to do it and uh, thanks to my best friend um, from Italy uh, at the end I decided to um, to become a flight, a flight attendant oh wow <laughs> so <laughs> yeah I was still actually I was still uh, in the middle of my high school like my last year I remember like it was January um, and uh, I had to, I made the application to, to the interview mm-hmm. and I still had to finish my high school, but already wow. like already thinking about uh, what to do afterwards. But anyway, long story short, uh, I passed the interview and everything. Um, I had to quickly do my passport because until then I didn't have a passport. <laughs> <laughs> and then I ended up uh, two days after my graduation. So I had my oral exam. And then two days after, I was already moving to the, my new place, my new home, uh, to start to be a flight attendant. This is a, this is crazy impressive. You were like 18, yeah, just gad- graduated, and we're like, bye. I'm going to live my life as a flight attendant. I yeah, <laughs> my passport wasn't ready before then, but like that bye. was that was not a problem. <laughs> This is amazing. This is crazy impressive. Remember when she was saying, I like to put myself outside of the comfort zone? Mm-hmm. Like, this is her level. And it's crazy yeah. impressive, especially at 18. I got even worse after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes when I talk with Valeria, I feel that she's older because then she has all this work, uh, experience stories and other life stories. And she's lived in different countries. Oh yeah, because you you didn't specify where you became a flight attendant. Yeah, exactly. So I uh, I had uh, to do a course for more or less two months, and that was in Italy. I did it not in my hometown, but in another place. And then after that, uh, I moved to Berlin in uh, Germany. But I didn't choose to go there. They gave it to me um, randomly, and uh, I ended up there. Of course, I didn't know anybody. But uh, he ended up well because I stayed there for more or less two years and I met also their great people. So that place also became my home. Uh, yeah, this is another my, of my problems. I, I, feel, I feel in at home quite easily everywhere. No, <laughs> it's not a problem. Exactly, I was about to say the same. That's amazing. <laughs> and what are you doing right now in Sweden? After Germany, uh, so I resigned myself because I felt like I was going too much in my comfort zone like you know I don't know if you have ever experienced this feeling you kind of sit in a couch and it's a very comfortable couch Mm -hmm. and every time every year not every year like every day every month every week the couches gets more comfortable and more comfortable and more comfortable and Mm -hmm. this is exactly what I felt like when I was like flight attendant working in Berlin I was getting my money I had my house, a lot of struggles with the house, by the way, in Berlin, but I had it. <laughs> and then I felt I was going to be too much comfort for me. So then I resigned. I decided that I was time to go. <laughs> because you felt that you were settling down too much? Yeah, or? like perhaps at that time of my my life, it was not the right time to do it. But uh, yeah, I exactly stepped away because it was too much comfort for me. 
Okay. I don't like to be in comfort. <laughs> as I said, I like to go out of the comfort zone as much as possible. In that case, um, yeah, it was going to be. It was. It was getting too much routine. It was. Yeah, it was too you much got of used to it. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, exactly. Not not a news anymore. Okay. Nothing different. So I decided I wanted to also do something else. Mm-hmm. So um, I resigned, and then afterwards I said, okay, now I'd like to do something else, and I like to go to Sweden. Don't ask me why Sweden because I have why no idea. Why Sweden? <laughs> I have no idea. I I always liked the Nordic mentality, Nordic countries. Mm-hmm. So this is perhaps why. But uh, I don't know exactly. I cannot tell you. At that time, I couldn't tell myself exactly why. Now I can say. I can say. I know it. But before, <laughs> no. So then I said, I want to go to Sweden. And uh, I tried, literally tried to do, to find anything possible to go to Sweden, for me to go to Sweden and on a low budget because I, yes, I was working, but I didn't gather so many mon- so much money. So, and then uh, I remember I found this uh, project, which I'm doing now. Uh, the last day I could apply for was the 31st of October, 2020, no, 2019, mm-hmm. time is running fast. Uh, so I applied for it and here I am now, um, I'm doing an European Solidarity Corp project, which is basically volunteering abroad, in a, in a country abroad. Uh, and I know you know already Lina and Irene, but I'm doing something different as they are doing. So I'm not in the same place, workplace as they are, but uh, I'm still meeting them. I don't live with them, but um, it's the same thing that they are doing. Yeah. So I'm here. I get, uh, I get to, I get provided an accommodation and some monthly money as a food or some pocket money, and then in exchange I have to um, volunteer in a workplace. In my case, I'm LP in uh, in my commune, in my municipality, in the town I'm living. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm mixing with some Swedish words because <laughs> I'm learning Swedish also. So sometimes I'm my brain is a bit uh, messed up with the languages. <laughs> well, you learn Swedish in like 11 months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not uh, yeah. 100%, but uh, yeah, I I try my best for that also. You you have this student side still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I like I really like to study and be focused and actually put effort in the things I like to do. So this was one of them. That's nice. Maybe you can explain a bit more about your missions uh, and your project, just to explain a bit what you're doing in Alvesta and what kind of projects you can help with and so on. Yeah, of course. Um, so when I applied, um, I literally took every possibility to come here and Uh, perhaps at the beginning I was not 100% sure about my choice, but now I'm super happy about it. Uh, I'm, um, as I said, I'm working um, in a section of the municipality in my in my town. My town is called Alvesta, and I'm helping in the in the section in the department um, of culture and free time activities. Mm-hmm. And uh, Right now, I'm um, doing some activities outside in the open air with the children from different towns around mine and uh, having some activities with them to play with them, as especially because it's uh, now summertime, so they, so they have holidays from, from school. And before, I was um, also 
preparing and organizing some um, tips work that the citizens uh, could do um, during the, their time in the in the town. So like I was setting up questions, 10 questions around uh, the town so they could walk around and answer the question and then they could give me the paper with the answer and then I would check them and give them mm. a prize. It's tr we are trying with my colleagues, we are trying to do some activities that are actually helping the people to do some kind of activities and go out during this pandemic uh, times. Very nice. Thank you for sharing it with us. Uh, I think it's interesting what you're doing here and how it's been your life the last years, because also this has a lot of influence of what we are going to talk about today, that is about goals and dreams. And actually, when we were talking with Lina, who we want as a guest, we first person that we thought it was you. Directly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we knew one of your dreams and it was, and it is so cool. And, and that's why uh, it was, yeah, uh, we will have Valeria for sure to talk about it. <laughs> Should I say it or it has to be kept as a, as a dream and as a secret? Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> you can say it, you can say you it. You can say it. So one of my dreams um, is to be able to live in a van. So I like to uh, build myself, my self-converted one and actually live into it not not just have it as a weekend thingy mm -hmm. yeah and you have the idea to travel to different countries while you are in the van or stay in a place you know, you know that if i say that they stay in a place it's not so legal to do that ah. <laughs> no but i mean i don't know that depends because you can have you can have a field that you buy yeah. and you stay there or no, something like that. Joking, like, but just to let you know, like I couldn't. It's I couldn't not the common thing anyway with bands usually is that you travel. Over. Yeah. So I don't know exactly, uh, but for the moment, um, as I also, this is another of my dreams. I've been finally applying to university. So now I will uh, study at university here in Sweden in the city called Jönköping. And um, so for at least three years, I have to be stable somewhere. Um, I wouldn't mind to have a van also during this time, but uh, of course I have to see a little bit. I wouldn't mind to like perhaps rent a piece of land and settle with a the van there. But um, yeah, otherwise travel, of course. I'm open to everything. <laughs> if somebody has a van to sell, just call me, please. <laughs> with a good price, that's important too. You already gave the spoiler. But first, we wanted to talk about the dreams that we already achieved, the three of us, and then uh, move on to the, the onsite we have right now. No? And maybe, Lina, if you want to talk about a dream that you achieved. Mm, I would say I have kind of mixed feelings about this because when I had to brainstorm for this episode, I was realizing, like, for example, I had the dream, I have the dream of living outside of France, just to live in this English-speaking country. And uh, this is what I'm doing right now, but I, I wouldn't cross it off the list because it feels like it's something you have to do every day of your life. It's not like, okay, I achieved it. So I have more uh, dreams in the future. And there is some stuff that I realized already that I achieved, but mm -hmm. I wouldn't call them dreams because dream for me, it's something very 
it's very strong it's yeah it's a dream it's that like, you feel that is something that you're super passionate about that yeah and that you really really want to go to do yeah exactly maybe if no it's a goal then yeah so so far i don't know if i achieved dreams like real but ones but the difference between a dream and a goal is just a date so <laughs> i would say there is something about kind of magic in the dream like so if you keep the dream dream up it's like you're have like no, magic magic you, you behind. need a goal for the dream but you know what i mean like you have <laughs> sometimes you just have things that you want to do that you have to go to do that but it's something that is not you're not that passionate about that but then there are some dreams that you are super passionate about that and you have like a feeling inside of you that is something that you really really feel like doing there's something that is calling you to do that yeah. and obviously then you need you, you need a deadline exactly. and transform it into a goal into but a goal. no i would but say for example <laughs> uh spoiler alert again like i have the goal to finish my studies this is a goal this is not a dream this is a goal okay i have to finish it but I have mm-hmm. the dream of building my own house. You see, it's different. Like there's some magic in it, like, kind of. I think the difference between a dream that becomes a goal and just the goal itself, it's if it's like coming from your inside or coming from the outside. Because if you, if you tell me like, I just have to finish my studies, to me, it feels like that you don't really, it's not no, one it's of your from, dreams. It's from inside still, but it's, it's a goal. Oh, wow it's a hard topic (laughs) because i would say like a dream can have a plan as well but i would make a difference between a dream and a goal just because of the special feeling behind it and all the things like you were imagining and it's it feels it's different the attitude is different the uh, sense of achievement in the end is also different I would say. Yeah, I understand. Perhaps uh, the dream also. The, the dream on has how. glitters. Yeah, it has more <laughs> magical behind. Yeah. So then it's for you, it's a different. Yeah, of course. But it also, I think everybody of us, every one of us has different approach or we- different yeah. way of thinking about dreams and goals. Mm. So, of course, it's, it could be different from yeah. everybody. And, and you, do you have a dream that you already feel that you achieved, that you can cross? Yes, uh, I would say uh, to learn some Swedish. It was uh, one of my most recent dreams also. Uh, and I I cannot say I achieved it 100%, but I'm on the way there. Uh, so I'm like now I can understand and can talk a little bit of Swedish. So this is uh, halfway there. More than a little bit. Don't <laughs> be so modest. <laughs> always. Well, a language always have some time to be improved so yeah. i have to improve it every day and actually i'm quite surprised now during the recording that i'm not talking or <laughs> messed up with the with <laughs> swedish words uh, but it's uh, it's good and uh, for example another dream i had it was of course to do to be able to live abroad and to live on my own uh, with another friend of mine we had to build actually and uh, design and um, furnish our own house this is a friend from berlin is from italy but we met in berlin i'm uh, saying hello to all my friends listening <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah with this friend we had to we had we got the house empty uh, no kitchen included and we had to furnish it 
to be able to live in it. So this was one of my dreams. Well, perhaps it became a dream on the way because I had to have a house to live somewhere. <laughs> and we did like uh, perhaps 10 trips to Ikea for <laughs> buying uh, furniture. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. What about you, Irene? Um, in my case, one of my dreams was living abroad for a year. And I can say that I can cross this uh, one because I'm accomplishing it right now here living in Sweden. It's a dream that I had since I was 21, so it's been 10 years that I had it in my mind. Wow. And it was not going away. And I don't know if I read it somewhere or maybe it was in a TED talk that I listened. That it, uh, the, the person was saying that when you have like a dream that is always in your mind, that you never, you keep thinking that, like <laughs> that you want to do that. And it's there that you have to listen to it because it's really something that you feel like doing and it's really something that you want to do. And instead of ignoring it, you have to do it. And I think that I'm super uh, grateful that I did it uh, and I'm super happy. And also I feel that it's a relief kind of because I've been thinking about it for 10 years. <laughs> so wow. it's like, thanks God, now I can move on with the next uh, dreams. But no? that's great. How, how great is it that we all achieved this dream of living abroad and mm -hmm. then we always, we all met here in Sweden. Yes. And we also have to thank pandemic. Yes. Coronavirus. Uh, <laughs> to you listening in, I don't know, 2030. In 2020, we had a, a global pandemic <laughs> <laughs> in the history books. Uh, but thanks to it, uh, this is one of the positive side. We all, Irene, mm -hmm. I and Lina, we all met here in Sweden. Yes. I was actually and supposed to be arrive mm -hmm. here in Sweden in April 2020, mm -hmm. but then I got postponed until September 2020. Mm -hmm. So... I have to say thank you to Corona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one of the uh, good uh, positive aspects that we could all start at the same time and spend a full year together instead of just arriving at different times and having two, three months and just going in our yeah. own country. So it's Yeah, I'm it's really nice. happy about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we create a special bond between us. Um, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. This is really mm -hmm. great. Now I think I feel like I have a house in Spain, house, <laughs> not a house, a home in Spain, a yeah, home in France. Do. Well, I have my own with me anyway, because I can just you, bring you my backpack yeah, and that's home. it. <laughs> or my van. But uh, now that I don't have the van, my house is my backpack, so I can always bring it with me anywhere. <laughs> this is very nice. Mm, and then another dream that I had, uh, also I was like 20 or 19, more or less. It was also one of those that every New Year's Eve I was writing it there. Uh, <laughs> and it was to be able to speak English fluently. And I al always had this goal, but it became like a dream when I was in Turkey doing holidays. And I saw a girl that she was speaking English so fluently. And for me, it was so hard at that moment to communicate. And I thought, oh, my God, I really want to be able to to express myself like her. And then when I travel and when I go abroad, I just can't communicate easily. And it's not that that hard. And yeah, and I think I can, I'm doing a podcast. So I can <laughs> you achieved it. Absolutely. Achieved it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I know like Valeria was saying with Swedish. I know I have to improve um, uh, uh, English. We all, we all have to always, improve. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, but anyway, the, the thing that I had in mind to speak fluently and to be able to communicate easily, it's, it's done. I think with the languages, the, the main point is not to be afraid of speaking. So, mm -hmm. of course, I say also myself, I made a lot of mistakes and I keep doing making a lot of mistakes. But the main point is just to jump and start to talk mm. and not mm -hmm. caring about the mistakes. You, that's the way, best way to learn. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then also, um, maybe we could talk about the dreams that we no longer have, that maybe we had it mm, at some point or a goal, and we just decided that is mm, something that we no longer want or something changed and is not mm, a passion anymore. A dream that I no longer have. I had this dream of studying in Canada right after high school. Um, so I was for one year, I was completely obsessed with this idea. I went to conferences, I've made researches online. I went to uh, meeting points in which I could talk with universities uh, from Canada and stuff. And then uh, one woman told me, okay, to go there, you have you need to have 10,000 euros in your bank account to make sure you can survive for one hey year. Hey, do, as we say here in Sweden. <laughs> hey, do, this is nay Canada. So I was like, okay, maybe not then. <laughs> like, so I wanted it uh, very badly. And then I realized, okay, I, either I work for it or like I needed this money anyway. And I realized then that in France, we have the chance that education is free or mm -hmm. super cheap at least. So I was thinking, it's okay if I stay in France and study in France because it's more convenient, it's easier. Mm -hmm. And um, this is what I can afford right now. So bye-bye Canada. <laughs> and I'm actually happy. I mean, I'm pretty sure I would have enjoyed it and stuff, but it's, uh, it's also, I think it was very nice to study in France and I met a lot of uh, friends there. And I know that I can always do an Erasmus Plus or something. So I think it's also important to realize um, I'm not ready for it or I cannot just do it like that or like, okay, it's nice on the paper, but actually I have to fulfill this to get this money to uh, jump over this obstacle. And I think it's, it's good also to know when a dream can be postponed or mm -hmm. just not achieved and yeah i think it's also something you can learn from to actually realize when perhaps it's you cannot do it or it's not worth it anymore mm -hmm. so you just decide and yeah also it's a bit of knowing what are your limits yeah exactly because life happens and it hits hard <laughs> but i was super happy already just uh by meeting those people and just imagining myself living there and So it was it was already a super nice experience. I have a really nice quote about this that I like. Ooh. Uh, the difference between a disaster and an adventure is just your attitude. Ooh, I like that. I think it fits with the just decided that perhaps your dream is not worth it at the moment. Perhaps in yeah. the future, who knows? But yeah, who knows? At that time, no. No, no, no. I decided after living one year in Sweden that cold countries <laughs> were nice, but 
yeah. <laughs> and, and sometimes this makes me think also sometimes our priorities change yeah and then maybe for you before it was something that it was attracted to you mm -hmm. like, and you were like oh that nice like a cold country and now it's not anymore yeah. you already experienced it you lived it you know that you don't like Swedish winters for example <laughs> And, and that's it and then you don't feel like this passion to go to Canada anymore exactly and I also realized um, some af some very specific aspects wouldn't match with what I expect in life for example uh, if I have to take a plane uh, that will take forever to bring me to my family yeah it's not an option I want to be mm. as close as possible as well I mean yeah I want to be able to go and visit my my siblings, my parents, and so on, and it would yeah. be less uh, yeah, of convenient course it's, uh, in Canada. It's hard <laughs> to plan and, and to now, go fast. Exactly. For, and for example, uh, for example, sometimes external things change, and then, for example, with the COVID situation, it felt that we were so so far away from our family because it was so difficult or impossible to travel to our country. And I think then you appreciate uh, things like you just said uh, even more because yeah. if it was it was not impossible to travel from Sweden, it was expensive and it was difficult but not impossible. But maybe to travel from Canada, it was much more difficult or yeah. to travel from another part of the world. So then maybe things that before uh, for you were like, yeah, I just take the plane and I arrive and then your perspective change because the world is changing and you adapt to that exactly thank you for comforting me for not <laughs> yeah. being in I Canada remember right now. when I was working as a flight attendant it was really easy for me to take the plane I was like taking planes every day and for me it was like taking a bus but now wow. the, with the covid came I missed really much to to flight Uh, and to experience like to go on a on a plane and, oh, and travel yeah i swear i hate going in a plane yeah i know i love it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's funny because before to record when we brainstorm for this episode i was telling her like it's super interesting to have valeria because like for me being a flight attendant w could have been a dream as a kid because then you imagine all the glamour behind it like okay you're traveling a lot you're spending This is how I expected it to be, like you're spending two days here and then you're flying again and then you have a week there and you're sleeping in super fancy hotels. And so I was thinking, wow, it's the dream. And Irene was like, seriously, it's, it's a nightmare for me. Yes, <laughs> I really, really don't like uh, going on a plane. I do it when I need to, but wow, no. Actually, I have to say something. Yeah, I even please. like when there are turbulences. Oh <laughs> my god, no. <laughs> Don't say that. So it's always a matter of attitude and perspectives, as you said with the quote before. Yeah, I, I like to really test my adapt adaptability and go out of the comfort zone. So like a normal flight, after you've done like 10 of them, then it's all the same, hopefully, no, if nothing happens. But then I, that's why perhaps I need something different every day. And that's why probably it's better if I resign from that job and now I'm <laughs> looking for something else. <laughs> And Valeria, what about you? Is there any dreams that you stop having? Yeah, but it's not stopped. It's just paused. Uh, when I was living in uh, in Berlin, uh, I really wanted to learn German because I I like German pronunciation and German German language itself, and I really uh, pushed myself to do it. Uh, but it was not 
I, I, I said it was not um, the right environment for it because I was, yes, I was living and based in Germany, in Berlin, exactly, but it was even too much of a multicultural environment. Mm -hmm. So I was always, most of the time, speaking just English. I had most of my friends were were English speakers, sorry, perhaps from different countries, but we were talking together English. So it was not the best environment. And I can see the difference, for example, from German to Swedish, because now I'm learning Swedish here and it's completely different because I'm a workplace here in Sweden. I'm working with uh, Swedish people, so they all talk Swedish. And this made the, the difference for me. So I, I've been living in, G in Berlin for most, most, uh, more or less two years and I didn't get a thing of German, but perhaps a little bit. But uh, here in, in Sweden, then I'm here less than one year and I already can understand quite much. This is nice. But the, mm -hmm. the German, it's uh, just a pose. They will be in the future. <laughs> Absolutely. Hopefully. What about you, Irene? Mm, I was thinking about it. At, for example, when I was 15, 16, 17, uh, my dream was to move to Barcelona and to live to Barcelona. I remember being in the car with my father going to Barcelona and telling him I will always live in Barcelona and <laughs> I will live there for sure. Like, I'm sure. And my father was like, well, life is super long. Like, a lot of things can happen. You can change your mind. I was like, no, I'm not going to change my mind. I know for sure I will live in Barcelona. And right now, I really don't want to live in <laughs> Barcelona at all. Like, but it's also life, uh, life there. Like, it's not... Wow. First of all, is everything is super expensive. Uh, for me, it bothers a lot the contamination, the noise. Uh, a lot of people is uh, not close to nature enough for me. Um, yeah, and I feel that at the beginning I was enjoying Barcelona a lot, and the last years I was not. I felt that I had enough, and I felt this way the last years that I was there. I lived in Barcelona for 12 years, more or less. And I was like, okay, I, <laughs> I had enough. I don't want to live in Barcelona anymore. And actually the city was like bothering me at some point. So now I enjoy visiting it for two days. But after two days, I feel that it's sucking my energy. Like, <laughs> I swear. So if Sweden would have a better summer and uh, better weather and then you would stay in Sweden, move to Sweden perhaps? Yeah, well, if I had my family and friends here, uh, yeah, <laughs> the Mediterranean Sea, uh, <laughs> the same prices that we have for uh, food and the, the Mediterranean <laughs> Then you're happy of going back the, to Spain. And the, and the sun and weather, then yes. <laughs> Sorry, Rene. No, then but they like Sweden. I will offer you some trips with my van so you can choose to come back to Sweden no, or I, to I go like back to Sweden. Spain whenever you want, feel free. I, I think it's really a special country and I wouldn't have chosen another. I think it's been the best to be able to experience one, one year here and yeah. Yeah, especially because we experienced so many things. Yeah. yeah, actually I have one of my dreams also that I accomplished. It's thanks to all of you guys that I met here. One of the dreams I had, it was to do a long trip uh, with the car um, really long and uh, this is something I achieved thanks to all of you 
So, I mean, Irene, you are driving. Yeah, well, I was driving, but... Actually, uh, you carried us. <laughs> you, you, you allowed us to achieve that dream. But we didn't say where we go yet. Well, uh, we didn't say where we went yet. <laughs> we talked about it in the ah, previous episode already. Yes. Should yeah. I? Then we can count. No, but we, no, no, no. No worries. Yeah. So we went um, to the north of Sweden with the car. We actually uh, got a car. We were two people driving. Uh, thanks, Julian, for driving with me. It was <laughs> great to have another another driver. <laughs> and then thanks, girls in the back. Uh, they were sitting in the back. So we had uh, Irene, Lina, and another. Uh, girl working and living with us so Ida uh, thank you for being with us also it was great experience and for me personally I also really like to really enjoyed to drive up there it was amazing it was uh, during winter so just to give you an idea at two in the afternoon uh, there was no light anymore so we had uh, the big lights of the car on I don't know how to say <laughs> that in English <laughs> sorry <laughs> Planfar in French. Planfar in French. Abbaglianti in Italian. <laughs> Perfect. International voices. <laughs> but thank you for driving us there. It ah, was, yes. We enjoyed the trip as well. It was it was a great experience, mm -hmm. definitely. So we went up to Kirona and we visited the Ice Hotel. Yes. I recommend. Uh, we, we didn't sleep uh, or stayed in it because it was not... Uh, an, price uh, affordable for volunteers <laughs> but uh, we visited it anyway yeah yeah it was an amazing trip mm -hmm. and i have a question for you what do you think uh, how do you continue um, with the goal of achieving your dreams when people around you is uh, not supporting you or telling you that this is not possible or they have basically a shitty um attitude towards that and maybe uh, i don't know one day you just decide oh like for example lina and i we decide to start the podcast and here we had a lot of support uh, but imagine if we hadn't and then they are like no because you don't speak uh, english well enough and you you know, we'll have a lot whatever. of technical issues well, we will we had <laughs> but well, you learn from them so <laughs> we're learning and we're doing it yeah and Yeah, and sometimes for me, it's really hard to be in my own shell and say, no, no, I really have this dream and I will do it. And uh, it really affects me a lot, the people, the persons that are surrounding me, if they are not supportive or they are doing shitty comments of the goals that I have or the dreams that I have. And yeah, I don't know. And then I feel like sometimes I, I would, I should not literally not explain to anyone And just having it in my mind, but also it's nice to share it because then, for example, here in Sweden, I feel that I can share my dreams with all of you and you are super supportive. And this is making me also helping me to believe that it's also doable and it's totally possible. And it's just matter that you put the, the steps to it and you put your effort and you do it. And yeah, what are your thoughts about that? I have actually to say something before I actually answer you, your question. And um, you know that uh, your future and your person and what you think and your beliefs are created and made by the five persons you actually more close to. So mm. my advice would be 
choose wisely. <laughs> I cannot divide myself in four different countries now because you will be in Sweden, Julian in Sweden. Well, three countries, France, uh, Germany and Sweden. Perfect. <laughs> ah, perhaps there are like now technology is helping us so we can still keep in touch, of course. And uh, of course, you cannot just uh, go away from your relatives and from your friends and from your normal life and previous life. But uh, I think this is something to take in consideration um, just to, to know about it. Regarding the... The actual question, um, myself, I usually uh, don't listen much to what the other people say. So I, can, I don't have much of a really special answer to that. It's just uh, I don't pay much attention to it. Perhaps if there are some advices or some feedbacks, if they are constructive, then I'll take them because I don't mind to take them even if uh, they are negative feedbacks. But uh, just people saying, uh, I don't like that. So I usually don't listen to it. Mm-hmm. And you know what I realized? That sometimes I was asking advice to someone that has no clue about that. <laughs> and I'm just, or not asking advice or telling this person and this person is giving me advice. And then, for example, I don't know, if I have the dream of having a van, what is smart to do is you ask a person that has a van or that builds vans. And this person tells you, okay, this is the price or this way you can do it or this whatever. And then you have a real... Uh, answer about that yeah and if I can add something related Mm -hmm. to this topic is that we actually met a guy uh, a friend of another volunteer who had a van and who built who worked for it and he's actually if I'm not wrong 18 or 19 yeah he worked uh, a few months uh, he gathered the money and then he did it and it was funny because I was like we were all super impressed and amazed because we saw the van and it was just amazing, a super cool project. And I think it fits a lot with his personality and mm-hmm. so on. So we were just like, how did you do it? And he said, well, I just did. Like, I built it. <laughs> yeah, I built it. Like I started to buy the, the, the car and then I started with this and then I bought the wood to do mm-hmm. this. And then I realized that like that it wouldn't work that much. So I just adapted it and... Yeah. I did it. Like that's it. <laughs> I think also people I think also people just give you advices or what they they say you what they think because it's their worries. Like of course if it's not one of their dreams or one of their goals, of course they don't they've never thought about it, so they are not so happy as you might be. And then they are worried about it. And so they they try to to be like that you don't crash. Yeah, they are trying to, like, if you asking, it would be themselves, but it's not like that. They have oh. to think in your own, yeah, your own, your own you self, about, about yourself, yeah. like what is better for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for example, um, this, this friend that we were talking about, the man, before he already constructed his own bedroom. So he was already passionate about building things and constructing things. And then, like, it's like a, he did like a trajectory and a journey a journey yeah but then to be able for me to have a van i have to build something before can i come and build your house Mm -hmm. yeah sure (laughs) wow (laughs) (laughs) i will be super happy actually one of the dreams that i have valeria says that because she knows it uh is to have a sustainable house and i think that this is a dream that i realized when i was here in sweden we were doing inspirational this with lina 
and uh, with that we were watching YouTube videos with alternative lifestyles and I don't know somehow uh, I end up having this idea and and yeah but it will happen maybe in the next the next years when it's possible and when I, it will happen just call me I will be right there to help you and build it yes <laughs> just if you cook me tortilla de patata that's the deal done perfect then count on me thank you for sharing uh, with us your dreams girls today and this amazing conversation as always it reminded me of like the villa talks <laughs> because we're always uh, speaking about this kind of uh, topics I think it was very nice to have the opportunity to record it um, thank you for sharing with us also no problem my pleasure and now I think we can conclude this episode with the tradition we started with Lucas it's that we will try to always finish with two questions for the guests. So, Valeria, <laughs> be ready. Um, the first question is, what advice would you give to your 18 years old self? Wow. <laughs> this is a hard question uh, for me uh, because I don't have any regrets about what I did or I don't have any, anything I would like to change. This is super good. About uh, what I did. Like, I always say, uh, it's always something you can learn from. It's not even a bad experience. It's just something you can learn from. So it's okay. hard for me to give myself an advice. But I would say, um, just keep going with everything you did. Uh, just keep going exactly. And uh, perhaps do even more and more experience and more experiences abroad. And yeah, with everything. And I like to share a quote with you also that I really like. It's, um, you cannot live the same year 75 times and call it life. So this is my, you can say, mantra. The quote, if you want to know it, is from uh, Robbie Sharman. So yeah, this is my daily quote. This is amazing. I love it. Thank you for sharing it. I will adopt it. <laughs> And one last question, uh, one thing you cannot live without. Okay, uh, this is, I think it's a bit easier for me to answer, but uh, as I said before, um, my backpack is my actual home before I moved to Levant. So just, just, just to clarify. Uh, so I would say the backpack, um, yeah. My backpack, yeah, my blue backpack. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's too easy. The backpack, you can put too many things in it. Uh, yes, I understand. I could, I could still even bring it, even if it's empty. Seriously? But uh, yes, <laughs> because I know I can always fill in with other things or oh. food when I come to the villa, for example, and then <laughs> yeah. I can uh, bring back with me food. Then it's but, acceptable. Yeah, but if I have to change something, I can also say like, I would fill the backpack or have with me pen and paper or some kind of uh, way to write. Because sometimes I have thoughts or I have to think about it and I really like to write when I'm thinking. So it nice. gives me more feeling of actual reality. Mm. Mm. Very yeah. good choice. Thank yes. you. Thank, Thank you, you for the questions and for the, for the podcast. It's been really nice. No problem. Thank you for being here and sharing with us those very inspirational and amazing stories. It was very nice to have you on this episode. Thank you very much. Thank you, Valeria. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Sorry.
no um thank you all for listening uh remember that you can follow us on instagram uh if you write international voices podcast it will appear or account you can also follow us in our facebook group called the same international voices podcast And also you can subscribe on Spotify so you don't miss next episodes. We publish every Monday. So yeah, see you next Monday. We hope you enjoyed and you had a nice time and that now uh, you can think about your own dream and goals. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. Bloopers. Today's episode is an exciting one. <laughs> okay. It's so hot in here. This is a fucking sauna. Okay. One of my dreams was to actually do a long, long. <laughs> <laughs> a long, long what? <laughs> long, long, long. This is going to the back. A very right? long, 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 long. <laughs> I'm like swimming here. <laughs> I'm I'll do it later. I just drink yeah, a little bit. Water break. I'm so sweaty. Thank you. <laughs> This is not going to the end. Okay? No, no, no. <laughs> to put pressure to our guests to record inside the sauna to take the best of them and the sweat. We're boiling them. <laughs> For the flavor. We're boiling our guests. What, what, everything I don't say during normal life, I say during the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <It> looks like <laughs> story time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>